0: sorry I screamed. Hello, and welcome to of the single Podcast. I am your host, Allison Stevenson. And, uh, well, you know, if you listen to the first episode, you know the deal. If you've listened to episodes in the past, you know the deal. It's a dating and relationships podcast. Uh, and joining me in the second half of the show to talk about the relationships part is going to be the one and only Alexander Tweeten. So stay tuned for that. Um, But up top, real quick, I want to discuss um, some of your lovely feedback, you guys. Thank you so much. I've gotten some great responses, so I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energized. I'm feeling, like, ready to to keep this show going. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Um, A few things I want to talk about up top. I would like to address something. That I've learned recently is a huge turnoff for me. Um, and I think, you know, I want to talk about it. Um, self-deprecation. Low self-esteem. Okay. I recently had an interaction with a man who was... Clearly he wanted to spend time with me, but he constantly made these little remarks that were like, you know, oh, what do you want to do with a guy like me, huh? Yeah, don't even bother talking to me. Yeah, you should be talking to some other guy. Like, little things like that. Such a huge turnoff. uh, Honestly, I was somewhat, I was trying to flirt with this guy. But he wouldn't let me because he just kept chiming in with these little quips that were just clearly, like, so, like, he was just down on himself. And I was like, you know what, dude, you're right. Yeah, why am I bothering? Why am I talking to you? What do you want me to say to this? Honestly. He just kept putting these little snippets of, like, ah, you know, who am I? I'm I'm just the loser. Like, he would call himself a loser. And I'm just like, fine, dude. Yeah, you're a loser. I Why am I spending time talking to you? And then I literally was just like, all right, peace out. And I don't know if that's what he wanted, if he wanted me to like prop him up and be like, no, what are you talking about? But no, I don't want to work for it in that way. I don't want to convince you that you're worthy of me talking to you. If you're telling me that I shouldn't waste my time talking to you, I'm going to believe you and say, okay, fine. Peace out. And I stopped talking to him. Just like that. (laughs) Truly, it is such a fucking turnoff. Because I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, alright, you suck. If that's what you're telling me about you, if that's what you want to open with. And you know, I do feel for him a little bit because he, he did... It was nice that he thought highly of me. I guess he, like, had been following me on social media for a while. And, you know, I don't want to... I'm not a big, huge celebrity. I know that. But he was very like, oh, wow, it's so cool to finally meet you. And I was like, okay. Yeah, cool. Let's, you know, let's move past that, right? And uh, I guess, I don't know. It was hard for him to move past that. Or that's just how he is. Naturally, with all women that he's approaching I'm no different maybe he just upped it but I was down I was talking it I was like dude I'm down to interact with you clearly I'm not moving away from the conversation so why do you need to keep putting these little quips where you're putting yourself down it's not hot it's not attractive it instantly I believed him it instantly made me be like, all right, yeah, no, you're not worth my time. You're right. <laughs> and if you don't actually feel that way, if you actually want me to spend more time with you and interact with you, don't say otherwise. It's just it's just that easy. If, if you want to spend time with someone and get to know them, just do that. If you're genuinely not a confident person, fake it. Truly, fake it. Fake it till you make it. And if you are a confident person, but are trying to like, I don't know, maybe he was trying to make me feel like I was a bigger deal than I am, which, <laughs> that backfired. I don't know what he was trying to do. My guess is that he actually just genuinely does feel worthless. And that, people will take that at face value. No one's going to work to try to make you feel better by yourself. That's a you thing that you got to figure out. I sure as hell am never going to put the work in to make a man feel good about himself. <laughs> you got to come already feeling confident. And let me tell you, right now, if you're thinking confident equals cocky equals ego, then you don't really know what confidence is. You don't have to be a jackass to be confident. And, you, you know, alternatively, if you're like a shy guy... That also doesn't mean that you feel like shit about yourself. I've dated plenty of shy men who you know they're they're not super socially like you know big gregarious people they're not the one in the room that's making everybody laugh or whatever and that's fine I don't I prefer that honestly a lot of the time but you still got to feel good about yourself you still got to be confident sometimes the quietest guys are the most confident guys like, I don't need to impress anybody. I'm good. That can be hot, too. The thing that's not hot is straight up saying, I'm a loser. Oh, why? what are you doing wasting your time talking to me? You should be talking to that guy, that guy, you know? Doing that kind of bullshit. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna... <laughs> if you say that to me, I'm gonna be like, alright, yeah, you're right. I guess you are worthless. Alright, peace out. Stop, stop feeling like shit. (laughs) Look, easier said than done. I know, it's really easy to feel like shit. Especially in this day and age. But if you're trying to make your life a little better, if you're trying to bring someone new into your life, don't, don't lead with, hey, I suck. Even if that's how you really feel. (laughs) Still, don't do it. What you say about yourself, people will... Believe. For better or worse. Alright, so that's that. That's that. That's that thing. I needed to talk about that. I also want to talk about a um, a book recommendation that I saw on TikTok. And I am curious if anyone has heard of it. Uh, if anyone has read it. Um, it is called, there was a TikTok about this book saying that it's, it's like a book that once you read it and you like do the exercise in it, it will, it's like you will attract a partner in seven weeks. You will attract the, the love of your life in seven weeks, okay? Um, so, you know, I love a challenge. So I am, I am curious about this. I did buy it. I'm waiting for it to come in the mail. But while I'm waiting for the physical book to come in the mail, I did find a free PDF of it online. And I'm sorry, I'm just really, I, I still haven't said the name of the book. It's called Calling in the One. I'm extremely curious. If anyone has read it, please let me know. I've read the first chapter, and I did some of the exercises in the first chapter. Um, and it's basically, it says it's like a course. The book is a course. Um, it is by Catherine Woodward Thomas. Um... And I'll, I'll read you a little description. It's a classic guide to finding love and creating life-altering miracles of happiness and fulfillment. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Are you frustrated by stymied relationships, misconnections, and the loneliness of the search for someone to spend the rest of your life with? In this classic updated guide, okay, it's a, it's a version two or whatever, to finding deep happiness and love, licensed marriage and family therapist Catherine Woodward Thomas bridges the gap between wanting to find true love and being truly available to create a fulfilling relationship. Okay, yada, yada. Calling in the one will empower you to have a radically different experience by shifting your painful patterns in love from the inside out, graduating you from unsatisfying relationships and unleashing your power to manifest the happy, healthy love you desire. Okay. Okay. So basically, from what I gather, this book, and this is for my fellow single people if you're curious about this, I'm not big on books. I don't like reading dating books, self-help books for the most part. I kind of stay away from them, you know, unless they are very much like rooted in something, i.e. like, you know, attachment styles and um, love languages. Like, those are the kinds of things I, I like to read about, but advice books you know, like, be the bitch or whatever. I don't, or men love bitches, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not the biggest fan, but I'll entertain them. And the reason this sparked my interest is because I like the idea of having, like, it has this coarse element to it where you literally have to do these exercises. And in the first chapter, I already did some of the exercises, and it seems to me that a lot of what the, it's like a blend of, like, I I suppose the purpose of this book is to unpack sort of like maybe your own trauma in your own life that could be leading to you, you know, still being single, having these dating patterns later in life. It seems to be about kind of like unleashing things from uh, your childhood and really kind of working to undo patterns, which is intriguing to me. Um. You know, I kind of mentioned last episode, like, yeah, maybe there are some like childhood things that I need to unpack. And I definitely am learning more and more as I uncover, you know, the way that I grew up. You know, my parents loved me. I never had like no love in the household. But my parents fought a lot. And I was an only child. And. You know, so I I think I did have an element of neglect that isn't the traditional kind of neglect where, you know, a parent like straight up leaves and isn't in your life or, you know, withholds because I did have a lot of love and I did have a lot of attention and love for my parents, but, you know, there were also a lot of hours in the day where they fought very violently, like, you know, not physically, but like, screaming at the top of their lungs, like being very angry with one another and just fighting for hours and hours that kind of, you know, my defense mechanism was shutting myself in my room by myself and watching TV and, you know, just ignoring them. And in turn, you know, them ignoring me because I was ignoring them. You know, I never... I learned really quickly to just not even bother trying to interfere, not even trying to stop them. And, you know, this wasn't a thing that just happened for, like, a few months. Like, this was a thing that was, like, the entirety of my childhood. My parents fought on a daily basis all the time. And, you know... It's, it's ironic because I remember even as a child being like, y'all should just get divorced. And I think they stayed together for as long as they did. They did eventually divorce, but I think they stayed together for as long as they did, thinking that it would be for my benefit when it was not at all. Like, <laughs> I remember being like six years old, being like, these guys need to break up. You know what I mean? But, and you know, I don't fault them. They are you know, great parents in their own way, like, I, obviously, everybody has, like, their standard, like, ugh, you know, some issues here and there with their parents, but their relationship, I think, really affected me in my dating life more than I realize, because in my mind, I really don't think that I, you know, am pushing away love, but sometimes I'm like, I don't know, maybe I am, because... How else do you explain, (laughs) you know, I guess it doesn't hurt that the dating environment is so shitty and so many of us are dealing with this stuff. But what I do want to explore in this book is like, let's see what it is that I'm doing that is also preventing me from being in like a fulfilling long term relationship. If there is something. Because, you know, I'm also in therapy and I talk about that a lot too. And we unpack, I mean, we talk about a lot of stuff. But when we do talk about my dating life, it almost never goes back to my childhood. Like, I will bring it up sometimes. But, you know, it'll be other things that we kind of bring it toward. And, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I need to focus more on, like, the way that I was raised. And the way that I grew up. And... That's what I'm going to try to do in this book. I mean, I'll I'll tell you right now some of the exercises that it told me to do. One of them, or two of them that I've already done. Let me see here real quick. So, and it's interesting because it's also like very like affirmation based so far. So it does kind of have like this sort of spirituality element to it and you know I, I like to do like new moon rituals and things like that, not religiously, but you know every now and then. and so it, it it's I like kind of like the familiarity of that where like I had to do these kind of affirmation type things at first and um, I, it, this was interesting. like this was the the first exercise that it told me to do was to list things that I need in order to be happy in a relationship. So you write those things down like, oh, and in a relationship, these are the things I need from my partner. And then you make the list. And then she, t- she says to rewrite that list, but now to put it from your own personal first person perspective. So for instance, you know, I need to be supported emotionally in a relationship. So the, the suggestion is now rewrite that and write, I emotionally support myself. Does that you get, you get you get what's going on there? You know, I want I want somebody that I can we can work toward our goals together. I am working on I am working toward my goals. So flipping it and and changing it to you already doing that in action. Um, and then the other f- the other exercise I did there are a lot of exercises in the first chapter and I haven't even done all of them, but I did do the other one where she also suggests writing a letter. From the perspective of your partner to you, so a love letter that your imaginary boyfriend is writing to you, and I actually had a lot of fun with this one. <laughs> I was like, I was very romantic. I won't, I won't. It's a little cringe. I won't read it, but I wrote, I wrote myself a really nice ass, very romantic letter. Um, so if anybody. Somebody needs a ghostwriter to write somebody a, a love letter hit me up because I think I think I have some skills in that department um so yeah that is uh that's that and I will keep once I get the physical copy of the book it's really hard for me to read books on screens and stuff like that so I couldn't really it was hard for me to really dig in but once I get the physical copy of the book, I'm really going to dive in and I will keep you updated on, on the stuff that I'm learning, on the stuff that it might uncover. And, uh, you know, please join me if you have the book already or if you want to get the book. You know, we can do podcast slash book club vibes. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's my intro, baby. That's that's what we're doing. Um, so... With that, gonna take a quick break, and then when I come back, Alexandra is joining me, yay! See, I told you,
1: she'd be back, everything's good. Um, so yeah, be right back after the break. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom, they build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Dot com, And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Well, well, well. Look
0: who it is. <laughs> Look who's back. If it isn't, <laughs> it's Alexandra! <laughs> tweeting. What's up?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not too much. Yeah. It's a pretty exciting day because Trump got arrested again.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I think I heard something about <laughs> that. I haven't I haven't been keeping up with <laughs> <laughs> the news. Uh okay, that's good.
2: Yeah, I just saw that and I was like, Who "Oh." Is he going to jail though? I don't know. Remains to be seen.
0: It, it honestly blows my mind that he hasn't <laughs> gone to jail yet. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, I, he probably never will. You never yeah. know. How, that's what pisses me off. Bad men like him get away with shit. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't actually get punished.
2: Mm-hmm. Same like in the it, dating sphere. It's
0: exactly the same. <laughs> it literally is exactly the same. It's almost like... I, uh, It's like, actually, okay, I guess you can be a piece of shit. Because nothing bad is ever going to happen to you.
2: Yeah. In the long run. We should just start being pieces of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) honestly. Except for we're women, so bad stuff would happen to us.
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we we would probably just be murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay, what's going on? We haven't heard your updates in a while.
2: Yeah. um,
0: Oh, and for any potential new listeners, Alexandra is the creator of the By Felipe Instagram account. We've done the podcast together in the past (laughs) for many, many
2: years. Uh, Anything else you want to anyone Is anyone just tuning in to this? (laughs) I think so. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, because it's the new V Single podcast. Yeah. So... I believe there are some new listeners
2: Well, trying yeah. to get
0: even more.
2: <laughs> well, we go way back. <laughs> we go back,
0: back, 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 back. Uh, and yeah, for those of you who know what's up, you know what's up. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Google it. Yeah. Google, <laughs> <laughs> Google Alexander Tweet and you'll figure it out.
2: Uh, all right. Now tell us what's going on. Oh, uh I don't know. I've just been <laughs> <laughs> I've just been working a lot and then <clears throat> just really busy. Just, yeah. That's uh, good. I went on vacation with my boyfriend last week. How and, was that? And uh it was really fun. Uh we went to Denver.
0: That's considered like a test in a lot of relationships, isn't it? Yeah. Like if yeah. you can vacation together. Yeah.
2: But we've gone on a lot of trips already. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Like I brought him home. I brought him to Albuquerque to like meet my right. aunt and okay. uncle. Like <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, yeah. And we've gone on like camping trips and whatever. So but this time, um, it was really fun. Like
0: Was this the longest trip though?
2: Um no, I think Minnesota, we oh, were there okay. for, like, an entire week. This is <laughs> right, like, four days. All right, days. mind. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> but um, it was really fun. Um, but, yeah, on the last day, we were all really hungover. <laughs> and um, he has this thing where, like, he's missed a couple of flights before. Mm. So he's, like, really anxious about getting to the airport and, like, being prepared. Sure, sure. On flight day. Yeah. So it was like we we ate brunch and it was like 12 or, you know, one or something. And we got done and we're like, well, what should we do now? And his friend that came with us had to go to the airport. So um, because his flight was earlier and he was like, well, why don't you guys just come with me in my Uber? And I was like, our flight doesn't leave until 9.45 p.m.
0: Oh, my God.
2: And it was, like, 1 o'clock. Oh. And I was like, I do not want to sit in the airport for nine hours.
0: Right. That makes sense.
2: (laughs) And I was like, I don't know, Kyle, what do you want to do? And he's like, if it were up to me, we'd already be at the airport.
0: (laughs) Oh, God.
2: (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, I really don't want to go to the airport right now. Like, it's way too early. Like, let's just find something else to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... So his friend left and went to the airport and then I was like, let's go to Meow Wolf. <laughs> okay. Because there's one in Denver and he had never been to it. Yeah. Um, I, I've been to the one in Santa Fe, but um, I was like, it'll be chill. It's like you just like walk around and it's like weird art shit and whatever. Yeah. It's like not a big deal. But we get there and he's like, he was like not feeling well. Like, at all. Like, he was hungover. Oh, okay. He was just like, his like, my stomach hurts. Like, just like walking around in a daze. Uh, and I felt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> for making him go to this art thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was like a lot of sounds, you know.
0: Right, right.
2: And I was like, let's just like sit down somewhere. And he's like, no, no, it's okay.
0: Oh, yeah. Being hungover is the worst
2: I know and there's nothing we could do because like we had to check out of our hotel Oh, so, you so like we couldn't go back to a room or anything yeah we had um, to find something to do. but I didn't want to go to the airport no so no. like
0: you don't want to be stuck in the airport for like six hours yeah or more yeah yeah.
2: so anyway we like Uh, I, I made him go for like an hour <laughs> he was yeah. like okay like let's probably go to the airport now it was like we got back. We uh, had to go pick up our bags from the hotel and like left to the airport at 3. Wow. <laughs> 3 p.m. So we get to the airport. It's like 4. We go to check in and you cannot check in until four hours before your flight leaves. So we could. I did not know that. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. We, so we couldn't even check in. And turns out you can get to the airport too early
0: uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah damn
2: so yeah it was whatever uh (laughs) we just like sat in one of the bars the airport bars and like drank beers until we could check in but like
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a great way to cure a hangover is to just get drunk again
2: yeah so that's what happened and um he was like when we got back, he was like, wow, we almost got in a fight there. And I was like, we did? <laughs> <laughs> when? Because so we were talking about it with our friend. And uh, I think before we went to Meow Wolf, like, because he actually did want to go to the airport.
0: Oh, I see. I see. And I
2: was like, I'm not going to the airport yet. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think that was like, I didn't think that was going to be a fight or I didn't even.
0: Have you guys had a fight?
2: No, not really.
0: Really? Wow. (laughs) Shit, you're due.
2: (laughs) I know, which I'm like, I am conflict avoidant. Uh I will admit that. And I think he is too. (laughs) Interesting.
0: Okay, okay.
2: But he was like, wow, we almost got in a fight back there. And I was like, we did? (laughs) And he was like, but you were right the entire time. <laughs> like, we shouldn't have gone to the airport.
0: Wow. Yeah. He was like, yeah. I was
2: just super, like, hungover and, like, felt shitty and grumpy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> that is interesting. I've never. What's the dynamic of two conflict avoidant people? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. How do you resolve that?
2: Um. I think one of us just has to, like bring bring things up and uh, yeah
0: because that's the thing too like I feel like to say that that's a fight <laughs> like that's not a f- that's like a disagreement Maybe. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't say it's a full-on fight I know <laughs> is he that conflict avoidant that he thinks that would be like I don't know constitute like a a legit fight
2: uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs>
0: interesting yeah, I think you have to be the uh, the less conflict avoidant one.
2: Yeah, and just be like, hey, what are you feeling right now? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because I, well, I was. I, I, I mean, I didn't fully bring it up. I think it was just, he was just like, Angry mm-hmm. and like grumpy in from general. from being super hungover and not feeling good. Yeah, which is totally understandable. Mm-hmm. And I could kind of and I was like, I know he doesn't feel good, <laughs> right? But um, yeah. At one point, I j- we were like walking in the middle of the street, and I was like, I just stopped and I was like, it's gonna be okay, and like gave him a hug. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think we. I don't know. I didn't know that it was. It w- he felt so strongly because he was like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "I don't want to go to the airport." Yeah. <laughs> and he was. Li- I was like, "What do you want to do?" And he was like, "We should have already been at the airport."
0: Damn. No. <laughs> and I was like,
2: <laughs> "Absolutely not. No. That's ludicrous." Are you yeah. kidding me? That's the worst. Yeah. So, but it, he was like. We didn't get in a fight. He was like, We almost got in a sure, fight. Sure, sure, sure,
0: sure, sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I was like, news to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: you would not have known and and I in any way. Okay, well there we go.
2: Yeah. And right. afterwards he admitted that I was right the whole time. So
0: beautiful. <laughs> That's the happy ending we're looking for. <laughs> okay, so things are good. Over in Relationshipville. hmm That's good.
2: Yeah. How are things <sighs> with you? What's happening? Honestly, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got, um, I'm talking to some people. I'm putting more effort into dating right now. Okay. I was kind of like being really lax about it and not putting a lot of effort and now i'm like all right i should probably you know start the podcast again i should probably just try like get some
2: stories out of it
0: yeah i need to put effort
2: <laughs> so it's like a heck, second job
0: it that's what i hate about it yeah <laughs> that's why it sucks like, it takes
2: up a lot of time that you could be doing other
0: and like it's like not fun like the small talk Mm. of like matching with someone and having that stupid like you know like Mm -hmm. i hate the small talk Mm -hmm. so much but it's necessary
2: you Mm -hmm. gotta do it so i just i just saw a thing i can't remember where it was but it was another like article it was like are you suffering from dating rust out Rust out? Yeah, they were like, it's not burnout, but it's like rust out.
0: Ah, uh, interesting.
2: And let me pull it up because I can't remember the exact. I know I'm gonna fuck it up if I okay, try to explain okay. it. But anyway, keep talking.
0: <laughs> I mean, yes, I probably am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think so, but it's like, I don't want to. So I'm, I'm actually putting effort, and I'm talking to like two guys on Tinder right now who actually seem really nice. Okay, so I'm actually like okay, and I guess I did kind of go on a date on Friday. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a formal date where we were like, "This is a date," but it was like a so like a one on one. Oh my god! <laughs> Tobias just jumped on Alexandra's, <laughs> and I tried not to scream
2: <laughs> <laughs> with his claws. Ow. Oh, <laughs> then he just jumped off. What oh was my that god. about? Okay, so rust out refers to a sense of repetition and a lack of meaningful intimacy when it comes to prospective flings or partners, despite wanting more and having plenty of mental and emotional capacity for it.
0: Whoa. Wait, say that again? Rust out.
2: I love, we keep, mm-hmm. there keeps being a new term. I know.
0: Sense of repetition.
2: Like you're doing the same thing over and over uh. again. And it just is, like, unfulfilling. Oh, my God. Because you have the capacity. You want to be in a relationship, and you have the capacity. Right. But it just, like, never happens.
0: (laughs) Yes. The actual process of trying to make it happen becomes extremely laborious,
2: and it feels like... It's, like... the. It says, my love life feels like an endless cycle of people stopping relying, stopping replying on dating apps, boring dates with no spark, or meeting people I actually like and then sleeping with them once or not at all because of various reasons. Like, yeah. 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 That's dating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's literally what dating is. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay, yeah, rust out. I guess that's what's happening.
2: New dating term. <laughs>
0: <laughs> another one. Another one to add to the list of mm-hmm. 8 million. Um. But yeah, yeah. I am just like, I'm trying to get out of it and be like excited again. Yeah. Um. But we'll see. I did go on a date. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did go on a, well, ish, I don't know. A, a sort how, of date. How did you meet this person? He met me he like knew who i was okay at a bar okay and like introduced himself to me (laughs) that's how kyle and i met well there you go well (laughs) this did not end like that Uh, (laughs) there is no love to be um sparked here uh no it, it was interesting because he he fought
2: with me a lot oh he likes to argue
0: I, yeah, it was very...
2: I hate that.
0: Like, at first it started off, because I feel like arguing can be fun and yeah. flirty, if it's like, you know, like, mm-hmm. playful and like, okay, we're just I just,
2: g- I hate it when people just like to argue, just to argue. It or became,
0: like- it became like debate me energy. Ugh. Eventually. Ew. I know. That's not sexy. I was so just turned off. It was so annoying, because like...
2: What did he want to what was he like trying to
0: everything (laughs) like we would talk about something i i hope he doesn't listen to this (laughs) like literally it would be the most random conversation like i would just say randomly say and sometimes i'll say things that i know like someone won't agree with but it's just like a funny little one-off like don't
2: don't harp on this like don't take it so seriously yeah
0: like we don't need to make this a whole thing but I said something like, oh, Yoko Ono's better than the Beatles. Mm. Oh,
2: okay. Which and he like,
0: I really do believe.
2: Yeah. And he really took offense to
0: that. He straight up like wanted to talk about it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, God. I don't want to talk about this. And then, you know, it just, and, and then, then it becomes and then, eight different conversations yeah. where it's like, oh, now I've talk about John Lennon being an abuser and a piece of shit. And now I'm like, this is a John Lennon conversation. I don't want to talk uh, about John Like, I don't want to talk about any of it. But I don't, also don't want to lose my fight. I don't want to lose the yeah, argument. So I'm like, that's true okay, all right, I guess we're getting in. And it just became, like, so many conversations I didn't want to get into. Yeah. And it kept happening.
2: When you have to, like, explain yourself so hard. Yes. Because the person, like, is just not on your page. And, like, oh, it's, yeah. it's exhausting. And you're just, like, It was never exhausting, mind.
0: yeah. <laughs> I was literally just... And it sucked, too, because, like, I think he's a nice guy. And, like, you know, he, we get along... On paper, like we Mm -hmm. have stuff in common and things like that. So, you know, I really just thought it would be different. Yeah. But he was just so nitpicky about every little thing.
2: Ugh.
0: And it became like long discussions that I didn't like, not the kind of discussions I wanted to get into. And none of it was like in any way us getting to know each other better or like any sort of like.
2: It's like I'm trying to win this argument.
0: Yeah. And then this thing would happen. Then this is what annoyed me the most (laughs) is that, like, we would just keep going in these circles where we would talk about these different things. And again, I'm being vague because I, in case he listens, I, you know, whatever. Um, (laughs) I doubt he will, but whatever. Um, Where eventually he would, like, say what I was saying. Mm -hmm. And I would be like,
2: So you agree?
0: Yeah. I would be like, (laughs) Yeah, that's what I, that's the point that I was making. And then he would be like, Oh, so we're saying the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, but no, because the reason that we're arguing is because you said a different thing yeah. to what I was saying. So we're not saying the same thing. You're just trying to, like, act like now there there is no, like, losing the argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, no, so we're just making the same point. It's like, no, if we were making the same point, there wouldn't have been a 20-minute discussion about this. <laughs>
2: You're just agreeing with me now. You're just saying so many things that eventually you'll come around to my point.
0: Exactly. That's exactly (laughs) what happened. I was just so over. I was so exhausted by the end of the night that I was just like, all right, let's just stay friendly. This doesn't need to be. And honestly, I think he was feeling he was feeling that way, too. So it's fine. (laughs) It's all fine. Wow. Yeah. But hey, it was it was an attempt at something. Mhm. And uh, right now
2: <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> I need to be attempting more. Mhm. So, uh y- did you have another date or that was no, the only one? Oh. That was the only one. Oh, you're but you're talking to multiple people.
1: Right
0: now I'm talking to some people. I'm I'm just putting more effort into the dating apps again. I was like cooling off for yeah, a minute. I was like being very passive and being like let them come to me, and now I'm like putting energy into it again. Mm-hmm. And I would still like that. I would still like if they came to me, mm-hmm. but they're not. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> I gotta I gotta put the work back in. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Full Have same. you uh, like gone out anywhere to try to? <sighs> Have I? No.
0: Maybe. No, not really. I mean, I've been going out and stuff, but not really like, oh, I want to go meet someone tonight kind Mm -hmm. of vibes. I've just kind of been like hanging out with people. All my friends are in relationships now.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Who are my single friends? (laughs) I have no single friends, which is fine. I don't care, but I guess it would be nice to like have a somebody who
2: also wants to like go out with that kind of energy you Mm -hmm. know well now i feel like all a bunch of my friends are just have babies so oh god (laughs) they're never going out ever again yeah (laughs) honestly it's yeah but you know just wait six months probably some will break up (laughs) I'm, I'm, there's a few breakouts, uh, breakups, breakouts.
0: Uh, There's a few breakups I'm holding out for. <laughs> I'm like, they're due. I'm looking at a few people. I'm like, yeah, you guys are due for a breakup. am <laughs> giving you a few more months. <laughs> mm-hmm. These guys. Yeah, I think they're, they're probably going to break up. They're not going to last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, this guy was technically someone I met out in the wild. Yeah, that's good. And it didn't work out, but... Yeah,
2: but, like, that could happen again with someone who is actually (laughs) non-combative.
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. It really just does feel right now like everyone that I'm attracted to is in a relationship. Mm. Like, all the guys that I'm like, oh, what's his deal? Has a girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, fuck me then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, how are they getting into relationships?
2: Yeah. How do they do it? Well, that's what I always say. Just wait a year or two, and they'll be broken up. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, (laughs) the countdown begins. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I definitely, I do want a relationship, but I... I'm also kind of like down to date and not rush into anything at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not eager. Like, I don't need to be in a relationship like tomorrow, you know? I'm happy to like date around and. Yeah, that's good. That's a good attitude. Get a little roster going, maybe get one or two. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah. I did have a crush. The Mm. crush is gone, mostly. No more crush. No more crush. Did you
2: turn it off? (laughs) I turned it off. Yeah.
0: Because I was just like, I feel like if this was reciprocated, something would have happened. Yeah. But I also wasn't really giving it a lot of, like, flirty energy. Only because I was pretty confident that I was not his type. Mm. Because I've seen, like, the girls that he likes, and I'm like, yeah, that's not, I don't. Not just a physical thing, but like a personality thing, too. Mm, I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think I'm the kind of girl that you go for, typically. And, you know, not to say never say never. I'm sure maybe if
2: I put some effort into it, maybe. I think, But the chances are slim. I think guys, like, whether you're flirty or not, like, I don't think it really matters.
0: Yeah, like, if a guy likes you. They'll make it known. Yeah, but then it's like I liked him and I didn't really make it known, so it's like
2: you yeah. know. You'll know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I don't know his his style, like if he's a uh, aggressor, like if he's like the kind to make a move if he's interested. But it you know what it is? It's cuz I go back to like my crushes when I was in school Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and there were like three guys I can think of who I had such a huge crush on Mm -hmm. two in middle school one in high school who I had like huge and I never like put any I like I never like did anything about it Mm -hmm. and then I found out every single one of those after oh like after a few years I found out that they liked me back wow and I had (laughs) no idea (laughs) And I never made a move. And I'm like, yeah, they could have been my boyfriends.
2: That's fucked up.
0: Right? <laughs> but then they moved on. Or, you know, like mm-hmm. we graduated middle school or whatever. Well, how did they ever get into anything with anyone?
2: I don't know. Because <laughs> well,
0: m- maybe the girls, the other girls were making moves. And I wasn't making moves. Mm-hmm. But there's one guy I can think of specifically who had such a huge crush on all of freshman year of high school wow and he told me like we became friends like in junior year and he like had a girlfriend and stuff and i was just like i just told him i was like oh that's if i had a crush on you in ninth grade and he was like yeah i did too and i'm like fucking hell <laughs> god damn and that's what i'm scared of all the time now when well, i that like makes somebody sense now right
2: i didn't get it before but now it makes sense <laughs> It's like, oh, wait, like that person could be just as I always just think, though, like if you have a crush on me, like you have to t- I I don't have patience for people that are like, I can't say what I'm I because I'm not a mind reader. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I feel like and it is different when you are an
2: adult. Yeah. Like, when
0: you're a kid, it's more like you
2: have to say something or you have to do something because yeah. I can't read your mind. Right.
0: I think I'm terrified because I'm, like, friends with this guy. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't want the friendship to be awkward if I make a
2: move. I mean, this is, like, what happened, like, kind of with our mutual friend. Yes. And he didn't, like, I liked him and I told him. And then he said, like, no, no, like, not. I haven't really thought about it. And so then I turned it off and I was like, okay, never mind. And then, like, a year later... I'm like dating other people and doing whatever. And he's angry because he Mm. liked me, but he couldn't say it. And Mm. we got in this fight because I was like, dude, yeah, you have to. I didn't know that because I just assumed that you didn't because you didn't say anything. And I cannot read your mind.
0: Yeah. Wait, so you told him that you liked him first. Yeah. How did you do that?
2: I think I was just drunk. And I was like, I told him. And he was like, Oh, I haven't really thought about it.
0: And then you just kept being friends like normal. Yeah, and then and then
2: like after that I was like, Oh fuck. And then I was like, Never mind. Just forget any I said anything. (laughs) And then like we just stayed friends and I just turned it off. I was like, Nope. Mm. Not going there. Mm. And so then a year goes by and then A year. Like probably like yeah, almost a year. Wow, months and months go by, and I'm like dating other people and telling him about it because we're friends, right? And secretly, he's like stewing because now he li- now he likes me, mm. <laughs> but he couldn't say. The it. Tables have turned. Yeah, and we had this yeah. big fight because he was like, "What do you?" Blah blah? And I was like, "You never ta- said that you." You know, yeah, and then we ended up like not even dating after that either because he was, you know, too immature to say how he felt. <laughs> right, right. So the lesson out of that is just if they cannot make a move or say anything, like don't even bother. Yeah, because how are they going to be in a relationship? But then with it's like, out? does
0: that mean I should just make a move?
2: You can try it,
0: and then if and it then ends if badly, it's not.
2: Then just be like, never mind. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I just like, I would like to think that if I got rejected, which is kind of what I'm thinking would happen. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's the, it's a tough, it's sticky. But like, if I got rejected, I know that I could be like, all right, cool, no problem, moving on. But I'm worried that they would be like, oh, now this is awkward for me. And I don't Uh know if I can be around you like even if they yeah. act like even if they say that it's fine like let's forget this happened like yeah. would they really I be mean, fine I wouldn't
2: chance it then
0: Yeah yeah that's why I'm like all right I'm just, just going to move Just don't on. <laughs> yeah yeah it's probably But that's not worth
2: but it. the whole thing the whole thing that I learned from that experience was yeah. if they can't make a move or if they can't tell you how they feel like don't even bother Yeah because how are they going to tell you how, you how they feel ever about anything Yeah, (laughs) I suppose. I don't know. I mean,
0: I don't know. I just see it's for me. It's a little easier to forgive when there's like a
2: friendship involved.
0: Yeah. Like I understand the hesitation more, I guess.
2: Yeah, that was the whole the hesitation. Yeah. Yeah. With my situation, too. Yeah. But. Dodged a bullet for sure.
0: (laughs) That we can all agree on. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. Well, discussing this stuff actually brings me to a question that if you will answer with me. Got a question. So, basically this is a response I got on Instagram stories. Uh, The question is, and then the there will be more to it. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Is it wrong to keep seeing a guy after I find out he's in a relationship? Okay. So I asked for some more. And then this is more of the story. It's a guy I've been seeing for nine months. Mm-hmm. We never agreed to be anything official. But we have been solid and super emotional. And we say I love you, etc. to each other. And I find out found out he has a partner and has this whole time. He said for him it doesn't change how he feels, and he wants to continue our relationship. (laughs) And now I'm like, do I just take the situation for what it is and enjoy the really good parts, knowing that it's wrong slash deceitful? Oh gosh.
2: (laughs) I think think we know
0: the answer to that. I think it's
2: pretty obvious. Yeah. (laughs) Get
0: out of there yeah do not go near this man, yeah abort mission
2: yeah I would be i would be pretty pissed about that,
0: right like that's that's the thing. it's like i you know I do wonder what the mind state is of the person who asked who I'm gonna keep anonymous, but mm-hmm. it almost it feels to me like why would you accept this, yeah. What's going on with you?
2: Yeah. Like some esteem issues? I mean, I guess if you're not looking for anything, like you're super not looking for a relationship or any sort of... But
0: here's the thing too. We're saying it's not official and that it's casual, but also super emotional and we say I love you? Yeah, that's fucked up. That's not casual. That's relationship territory. That's like...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if he meant it, guess what? He wouldn't have a girlfriend. Yeah. You would be his girlfriend now.
2: Yeah. Or he would be have an open relationship with her. Yeah. And she would know about it. <laughs> and that's... I actually...
0: that I asked for clarification on that, too. I was like, oh, is it maybe an open relationship? And
2: she goes, nope. Full monog. <laughs> that's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. Like, yeah. That's cut and dry. <laughs> like... You gotta boot him. this is not you gotta this give is him the boot, <laughs> yeah, like there's this does not end well. in it any does not. way shape or form,
0: <laughs> and it's like if you don't want it to get messy, you don't want to be involved with the drama, you yeah. know you don't have to that woman will find out on her own, Mhm,
2: but you don't have to tell her I mean, I would personally, yeah. but. You don't have to. No, you could I don't just think you have to cut it off and move on. But it's also really difficult because she does love him.
0: If that is the case, even though you know you're saying it's not serious and that you agree to be casual, but then are also saying "I love you." Mm-hmm. If it's the case that you really do love this person and that your conflict is more. That you have deep emotional feelings for this person and you don't want to end it. Mm -hmm. Then that's even more reason to end it. Yeah. (laughs) Because this person does not feel that way about you. Yeah. He does not. You are a convenience. Yeah. And the fact that you're contemplating staying with him after knowing he fully has a girlfriend. That doesn't know. Who doesn't know. Do you want to be the other woman? It will not end well for you no matter what. Yeah. No matter what, the end is not going to be good. Mm-mm. This man might say he loves you. He does not love you. And he doesn't love his girlfriend either. Yeah. He loves himself.
2: Yeah. And himself only. 100%. <laughs> so... Ooh. Good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> oh, but I'm please. really sorry that you're in this situation. Let me say that. Uh, that but really get sucks. out of it. But you gotta, yeah, you gotta cut it off.
0: That's the solution. Don't, if anybody is also in a position, like, don't ever continue something like that. Mm-hmm. There is no, look at the Scandival drama on, on Vanderpump yeah. Rules. Just, this never ends yeah. well.
2: <laughs> you will be the villain. Do you want to be the villain? yeah and then if she finds out and like you know it'll blow your life up yeah even more ugh yeah yeah people are people out there are crazy what the audacity <laughs> of this man yeah look he
0: wants to have his cake and eat it too mm-hmm. he's like no no nothing needs to change Yeah. We can still keep
2: doing what we're doing. (laughs) Can you believe that? I can't. I just, I just like trying to like put myself in, like, I don't understand how people can do this. (laughs) There must be no, there's no,
0: that he's not feeling guilt. Mm -mm. What does that say? Yeah. And no offense to you, listener, person who wrote in, but. I got to wonder where your, where your moral compass lies. <laughs> 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 or not even your moral compass, but like also just like, you know, is it a self-esteem thing? Like the scarcity mindset? Do you yeah. feel like there's no one else you could possibly. That's real. Be like hooking mm-hmm. up with in this way or like having. And again, what do you want? Because you're saying you're okay with it being casual, but then you're also saying it's emotional and that. Mm -hmm. there's an I love you yeah
2: you have to get clear on what you really really want and I don't think it's uh to be in a relationship with someone who is already in a relationship (laughs) and is deceitful about it yeah
0: (laughs) like if it was open that would be a totally different story yeah we'll be like all right yeah have at it
2: totally he he's allowed to do that if it's an open relationship
0: and it's like why doesn't he yeah why doesn't he just say, "Look, I think I might be polyamorous, or I think yeah. I might, I'm, I love two people at the same time." If that's <laughs> what he really feels,
2: open it up. Mm-hmm. But the people that are too afraid to say that to their partner, like, are just too immature to, yeah, even be in. Like, bec- it's because he's afraid that she's gonna break up with him. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then he won't have anyone to have sex with. Yeah, and he wants to have sex. <sighs> so he would rather lie and be deceitful and manipulative mm-hmm.
2: than maybe not have sex. <laughs> Just straight up narcissist behavior. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, well, on that note, <laughs> I mm-hmm. guess we can wrap up this episode. Um, again, let us know what you think. Write to the pod, DM. Send more questions. We want to hear from you. Uh, And yeah. That's that. Yep. All right. Till next time. Bye bye. Bye.